Welcome to the Port Charles Update with your hosts, Mish and Mel. Hi! <laughs> Hello! Happy Friday! Happy Friday to you too. Are you ready to get into this? Oh my god, so ready. It's been a heck of a week. So, yeah, I, I don't know if you meant in your life or in the GH world, I mean, but I know GH world. <laughs> I know it's been a really, I don't know. I think it's been a really, really great week um, in GH overall this week. It was just like, I don't know. I just find like a lot of exciting things happen. So let's just like get into it rather than describe how cool it was. So nurses ball, because last Friday we we're like, we wish we could only talk about the nurses ball. So let's like just jump right in because we actually have nurses ball stuff. So there's a lot of nurses ball stuff, but can I yeah. ask just like an off the topic question? Yeah. Um, whose dress did you like the most? <laughs> you know what? It was because like, I mean, like all the girls like looked beautiful, Oh but yeah. there's something that was like with Willow's dress because it was flashy. It was cool. Um, maybe you wouldn't have expected her to wear it. And like, once you saw Chase's performance, you kind of are like, oh, her dress matches the stage and his performance. <laughs> so, yeah, I kind of like hers stood out to me. I thought it was like pretty, like it was like a cool dress. Like it was different. I love. Because of the Anna. color. I like Anna's dress. Just I don't way, remember like, Anna's dress. Flowed. And I know, I know. But I was like, that's the one thing I did pay attention to because all of that was like quite annoying. Was that her, oh, what kept me oh. interested was her dress. Okay, so if we're talking about outfits real fast, like all I have to say about Ned and Olivia's performance is that I'm sorry, she was stunning. Like, <gasps> yes. like when she walked out, I was just like, whoa. <laughs> I felt the same way. She I'm was... like, damn, you're hot. <laughs> yeah, she looked amazing in her dress. Like it was her performance dress and not her nurse's ball dress. But yeah. yeah, like that was just so stunning. Oh my God. Amazing. Love it. Okay. So let's get into it. Okay. So first of all, so I just want to get to like some predictions I had, some I was certain of, and some that just was like a huge surprise for me. So for one mm -hmm. thing that was really surprising because like there was two people that we didn't know whether they were going to show up or not because we had been waiting on Christina showing up and we're just like, yes. where is she? And we knew that Joss was home, but we kind of anticipated she would show up given the preview showed her wardrobe. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I remember I had said it would be really cool if Christina was with Joss. Yes, and I even put that in my notes. Miss, you were right. <laughs> About something. And so I was like, oh, my God, I love that. Because, like, interactions like that, I feel like, would be, like, a natural thing. And it just makes it all the more real. So I thought that was so cool that Christina and Joss finally connected after everything. They didn't spend too much time talking about Oscar. But, you know, technically, they do have that in common. Like, Christina and Oscar did live in the DOD house. And yes. maybe, maybe not at the same time, but they had, you know, all, clearly mutual friends and they work together. So there is a lot like connecting them besides being family. So I just really, really love that they were together like that. Um, one thing I do have to say about those two, because like when they were together, mm -hmm. obviously they got their issues and they were looking at pictures of the nurses ball. And yes. obviously Christina was really freaked out when she saw Sam with Shiloh. Um, so honestly, I actually didn't know is because like they both had their own reasons to maybe show up at the nurses ball. Right. And so I actually didn't know if like to as a distraction that like Joss and Christina would kind of end up in this whole like 
little caper maxi lulu style <laughs> where they just as besties they, and i mean i know we, like we don't really see a lot of the relationships like the first time we see like a joss christina scene alone but it just yes. made me think of like maxi and lulu the kinds of silly things that they're willing to kind of do together well maybe that's coming you know like they're just kind of laying the groundwork for this new relationship and i like the because um, we always see joss as like really really strong and then this yeah. moment she's sad because of Oscar and all of that. And Christina is finding her strength. And she's been really, really weak. So it's kind of nice seeing them together because they can lend from each other at this point I think, in time. I think so. And I'm hoping that with Christina out of DOD and with a scene like this and, and exactly everything you're saying about these two together, I'm hoping that this is where we see Christina dig deeper roots. Like deeper yes. roots. It, yes. within her own family because mm-hmm. that would make sense because a lot of the whole DOD stuff was that they felt like family she felt more deeply connected with all of them versus her mm-hmm. own she felt like an outsider so for me I would see moving forward with Christina what would make sense is that she create deeper roots within her family now understanding that they are her everything and that they yes. will protect her no matter what so I guess that would be the hope is her cementing her relationships with not and not stay within this closed space of just the Davis women, but really branching out to all of her extended family, I think would be really cool. I I agree. That would be amazing. So when I saw them together and there was that whole question mark as to like, will Joss come and is she, cause I'm easily fooled. Like, even though part of me is like, she'll show up. I'm like, maybe she won't because she doesn't seem like she wants to go. So that's me. And then when I went on Instagram, Laura Wright had posted a bunch of pics of the nurse's ball. And I saw one of Joss all dolled up at the nurse's ball. So I was like, <laughs> I guess she'll end up going. Show up at, yeah, show up at some point in time. But we didn't get our no jaw scene that we wanted. what do you think about that I mean like obviously it was beautiful the way that it was done I had to do a double take with the back like when they panned to the audience and I'm like yes. who's that standing in the back and it was like Oscar and no. so I was like that's nice because like basically because like you were just saying that you know we always see Joss as strong and I guess that was emphasized in that performance and and I guess it it um it also came from our conversation with Sunny, the concept that the people of past will give you strength. And we just saw that illustrated in that scene. So that was still beautiful. It was still good. It doesn't really prevent, because like we kind of had suspected and hoped, we thought maybe it would be a Robin moment. She'd get up on stage, she'd have a hard time. And mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe at the end, like she had her strong moment. She, she felt strengthened by Oscar's presence. And then she, he kind of left and you saw that reaction. And so I was like, okay, maybe at the end she'll cry. And then Cameron would go and comfort her. Um, but it didn't really happen that way. So I don't know. I don't know what to, I, I don't know. I just like, I just think those two will find a way to support each other anyway. Like Cameron is going to be in her life and they may build something slowly. So I don't know. How do you feel not having that moment and how it ended up happening? That well, it wasn't a Robin Stone moment. I think it was fine because like you said, it's her own moment and she's strong. What I did really like is that she was there for Cam's performance. So it was just done in a, in a really different way. So him showing up all dressed up. Like, I love the way she looks at him. I don't know if it's acting, if she really thinks he's cute in real life. But she always <laughs> has this spark when she sees him. So she's, like, being super depressed, but she's so happy to see Cam. And then, yeah. you know, they see each other at the nurse's ball. And 
when he went up to sing, she was just so like, I loved the expression on her face and she did the whole licking lips. I forgot at what, one point, but I made a note of it. And I'm then dying. when she goes to see him, you haven't noticed? Okay, so we actually, so I haven't noticed the biting of the lip and I'm dying because just today on Instagram, we have KWA Media's underscore who said, oh, and I finally caught Dawson biting her lips while talking to Cam. <laughs> I had been checking ever since you guys talked about it. Oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> so I don't think I noticed that just, <laughs> just yet, but you're right. He does light her up, but I mean... The last time he did that was when her, like, Oscar tried breaking up with her. And in all of her grief, you know, he was that thing that she could hang on to to, to, to make her happy. But, yeah, like, I just thought that was really sweet. And Cam's performance. So what did you oh. think of that? If I was a teenage girl, I would be so in love with him. He's so cute and he's very talented. And I think that was, like, his real-life band that was doing, um, like, playing the other instruments in the background. Oh, really? Yeah, That's I think so those cool. were his guys. Because yeah, I know, so like... because I know it is his song. So, because, like, what was really cool about this, so they, they let him use his song, and he had posted a link to, to for his. And yes. then all the other performances, because I noticed that um, Valentin, like, the actor who plays Valentin, also posted a link to, like, audio of his performance. Oh, very cool. That would be, I mean, this is going to eat. I was going to like, they should make a CD. <laughs> CD. Okay. All righty. But yeah, I, I just felt like when I saw Cam's performance, like I thought I was done crying. Oh, same, same. Words right out of my mouth. Oh my gosh. So um, like, we're not the only ones. So many people were very much in love with his performance. So I kind of want to take some time to give him a little bit of praise here. So Jan999 said, such a talented boy, loved his performance. Mm. A, um, a Lam Pilong said, oh my God, me too. I got so emotional, cried all over again, very talented. Okay, so this person feels me because that's the thing. When I saw his performance, yeah, it was great, but I was like, why are you making me cry again? <laughs> and then we have Ncolon73, Cameron, you rocked. And Karen Garrett, double O, said, I love the performance, such a great voice. So I definitely wanted to take that time to kind of like, take this time to just compliment him because he did so good like not only was his voice amazing and we knew he could sing he performed really well but I mean weren't wasn't it like a stab in the heart when you saw the pictures oh my god it's like you know at prom when they play a song and they throw the hats there and like all those mixed emotions and you'd see like all of them having so much fun and the life that they montages damn montages always get me every single darn time Oh, my gosh. Like, so that's the thing. It started out with friends. So you're like, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. But then I think oh that's what got me. It, was when yeah. it, sw- it swapped over to his family. And when there was like, because like the picture I had posted was this one with Elizabeth, which you assume would be him, like a baby. And I'm yeah. like, oh, my God. And it made me think of my sons when I saw it. And the fact that he included oh. like Franco into the whole family thing. Oh, I just yeah. felt like. You know, as a parent, it makes sense that, like, Elizabeth would be harder on him because she's worried about how everything will be. And Epiphany had told her a long time ago, it'll work out. You just need to give it time. And I think at this point, after that performance, like, how do you ever get upset with your child? I know. Ever again. It's like, you can do no wrong. And I think of anything, like... Okay, okay. so, like, there was a lot of performances and, like, Chase was really great. And we're going to talk about that in a sec. But... What I think was different about um, Cameron's performance outside of everyone else is that mm-hmm. his performance, I feel, really helps us 
like helps push forward his character and helps kind of understand him like his performance was deeply intertwined with who he was and possibly where he's going because the whole idea was oh it, when he talks to Joss after it turns out that I do have a lot going on and it comes out in music like this is how I express myself so his performance allowed us to learn a little bit more about him and I think you know, I don't know if that's something that Elizabeth and Franco are just learning now with him, is that we see a kid who has the best of intentions, and we know he has a big heart. It's just he doesn't always yeah. go about things in the right way, and he gets into a lot of trouble. But the thing that you can get from Cam is that he cares a lot. So I wonder if this, too, even for, like, his mom and stepdad, to see him and understand that there is a lot going on with him underneath it all. And it's just that he doesn't really do the whole expressing it the best way, but he's clearly improving and improving. So I just thought that that's what was really cool about his performance was that it was personal and he was used to express a lot of feelings that reflect everything he had been going through the past couple of months with his friends and family. So that's what I find was unique about his performance is that it was like deeply connected to his character. With my Friday brain, I you really put together exactly what I was feeling because I you napped know, I, for an hour, so <laughs> I, I was so tired. <laughs> because you're right, everything else was just for the purpose of the nurses' ball and right. entertainment's sake, and was completely out of context from who they are, like the Franco Obrick and like all of those like different. So types funny! Of- I'm so I, funny. all I have to say about that is that like, how does he do it? Like as an actor, he can take on anything. And not make it look ridiculous. Right? He did. He was fully into his performance with Liesl. But it wasn't cheesy. Like, he's just like, I'm going to own this. And it was just funny watching, (laughs) like, you know, Elizabeth reacting. And that's the thing, though. Like, she had, like, a funny reaction to, like, Franco performing. But I just thought maybe she would, her and Franco would have a more heartfelt reaction to Cameron's performance. Me too. Like, like on their face. Like, I mean, who knows how they film it? You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're literally there for, like, days sitting on those True. chairs. But, yeah, <laughs> that, that was one thing, too. But, yeah, so he was amazing. And the thing about Chase's performance, Chase. uh, he was so good. I have a few things to say. Go ahead. I'm gonna, no, 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 no. Start. <laughs> Tell me everything you think about Chase. I like hearing about this. Okay, so first off, when I saw that performance, I, I made sure that I sent you the link. So I know you have that saved somewhere. Um, <laughs> second... <laughs> he's really good like I was like super right? good but I was like is he gonna take his shirt off though <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that in the performance because mm-hmm. I had seen the clip and but I just felt it's also because what was it Chloe the girl who played Nell had mm-hmm. posted on Twitter saying is he secretly a pop star like she made a reference to him being a pop star so when I saw the performance I was like oh man she's totally right like he really Nailed it! Like, but that, but I something that I also picked up on his performance was interesting. Did they up the budget because it was quite an elaborate set he got? He got an elaborate and set. And did you see Lulu Lulu's face during his performance? <laughs> yeah, haven't they joked her and Maxie about him being like really hot and stuff? <laughs> I think so, but I thought it was funny that they because you know we say that we're seeing right now how the relationships are shifting ever so slightly. And the fact that they put the camera on her for that specific expression just, like, brought back all of the, hmm, where is this going to (laughs) go? That is actually really interesting because I kind of forgot about that because, like, how we say, like, oh, Michael could be with Sasha, he could be with Willow, like, 
he could be with Maxie, like he could be with a lot of people. So can Chase. (laughs) Pretty much. He's hot. Like you can pretty much, because there was a reason for like a lot of the women to let's say be with him. You know, like I <laughs> yes, yes. I that. No, I... <laughs> but like for Lula, for instance, it would have been really um like really interesting because there's already that built-in sort of like tawdry connection, like you are my husband's partner kind of a thing, and my partner's not here right now, like her husband. <laughs> not like her cop too. <laughs> so, but it's um, also a pattern. It's showing like, you know, she likes cops. She likes a little bit of danger, but she likes the nice guy. She likes the chase, no pun intended. Like, you know? I don't, like, does she like the good, I mean, she was with Johnny Zakara, and then when she was, I don't know, I just find like, does she really like the good guy? Like, she does, but she doesn't. Like, because, I mean, Dante was good, but he was also a Corinthos. Exactly. I think she likes the idea of a good guy wrapped with some bad boyness. And Chase doesn't have that element. Um, no, he has goofy good guy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, he's Michael, but a cop. Like, he's Michael Very with true. stricter rules about what's right and wrong. And a lot <laughs> less money. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> he's I mean... the poor man's Michael. <laughs> So funny, so funny, like literally, literally doesn't have any cash. Um, so, so yeah, so like, I mean, I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, so yeah, so I mean, like, like there was that, like he could kind of be with Lulu. And then there was also like Maxie. She had all these exchanges during the self-defense class with him. Oh, right, right, right. I don't see that happening, though. No, I don't anymore. But he also replaced Nathan. So originally, (gasps) there was all thatness. You know what I mean? That connection that he had with their people. But (laughs) whatever. But I do like him with Willow. I have to say that I do like him. Even though I think that Willow is essentially going to be Michael's future girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, I still do actually like her with Chase. And I think her moving closer to Michael will just sort of have like a lot of the like the story would have to have that make a lot of sense and I don't know like I just think that Michael can kind of do things that Chase can't in the sense that he's willing to cross lines and she hasn't had necessarily an easy life and in order to survive and take care of herself and to save others the way that she helped Christina she is willing to cross some lines. Okay, so I agree. Michael does have a lot of power and backup that Chase doesn't have. Chase is a good guy. He's a cop. But Michael can, like you said, cross lines, do things that nobody else can do. Like when he said something like, why didn't you come to me and tell me that that, was your, that Shiloh was the father? I could have helped you. But she was kind of stunned because, like, what does that mean? In the same way how they took Christina out. So I think that he'll be able to do so much more for her and that she needs that extra protection. I mean, for, right, for, for right now yes like for yeah. right now yes I think that there she might maybe need more like she needs a lawyer she needs like to protect what she believes to be her son I do get that but I just think like outside from like I think Michael doing stuff for her because I think she and I think she's done for a lot of reasons no one's ever done anything for her yes she had a mother who like threw her into so many cults and let Shiloh do whatever he wanted you know to her so I, do, I think it is shocking. I mean, she, she was also reluctant to have Chase help her in even smaller ways. So I think Absolutely more it's true. about the fact that money or not, 
he's willing to cross lines. Kind of like the conversation he had with Sasha last week. He just feels that there's more gray. And I think that there maybe there might come a time where Chase's rigidity and what's right and wrong. Because look, so far, Shiloh's been in her face. And I get that he's a cop, but like, I'm not saying he had to hit him or do anything physical, but I definitely think he could have been way more scary. Yeah, he's far more intimidating. Them. Yeah, I think it could have been far more intimidating. So I think in that moment where like Michael, I was about to say like took off his shirt, but he took off his jacket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like maybe I was, like, I'm take wishing. off another layer, <laughs> not another layer. <laughs> so I just love this because I have to agree. So <laughs> that's not getting edited out. I so know. So on Instagram said Michael got a hundred times hotter the second he ripped his jacket off. I'm like, uh huh. Yeah, we like, all have issues. Yeah, we all have issues. <laughs> um, Alisa underscore Namaski said, yes, Michael, show him how it's done. Like, that was amazing. And I do have to take a step back and talk about Shiloh attacking um, Willow. So, I mean, more than once, we've seen this, like, super aggressive side to Shiloh that no one ever sees. Kind of like how no one ever sees Mina, like, mistreat Willow. Willow. No oh, one yes. ever, yeah, no one ever sort of sees how crazy and intense like Shiloh can be he was just really really scary with Willow like he he does the physicality like how close yeah and then when he grabbed her arm I was like oh my god how far is this gonna go do you know what got to me more than him grabbing her arm in terms of being physical was the way he grabbed her face showing that he oh my gosh like he just felt that he could do all of those things and I think that got to me a little bit more and it was hard to watch so it was super amazing and satisfying when Michael did show up to help her and let's not forget that he showed up to help her once he got some information from Nina and clearly because Nina has been working real hard to make sure that Michael feels all nice and welcome and that Michael is all Sasha's so in her anger, I don't know if she'll regret later on. Michael clearly disagrees with you and clearly Absolutely. Um, was upset by the way that you behaved. And like Sasha's sitting there like not really having an issue with any of it. It's which not she reactionary. Shouldn't. Yeah, I guess she's not involved and she doesn't know to what extent well, of, of the extremes of any of the stories, how Nina treats her and what Will is going through. Well, she did She did know that, you know, her mother was part of the reason she got fired and she supported Michael helping her. So, I mean, because to be honest, like, yes, I, I, I think Michael and her will end up together later. But right now, that's not really a, a, an actual option. You know what I mean? True. Like, Michael is very much her friend. Chase is her boyfriend. She kisses him goodbye. Like, they're all friends. Like, Chase trusts yes. Michael. So those lines aren't really there right now. They literally are having their own separate relationships. So, like, Willow and Michael is, like, a possible future thing. So, I mean, like, Sasha, as a woman, like, presently, there's nothing to be concerned about. And she seems to really like Willow. So, I don't know. I kind of wish. I know Sasha is playing it real safe around Nina and Valentine. But yes. I kind of wish she would maybe be, like, you know, chill out. <laughs> what's making you like so angry so yeah so Nina is the one to thank for having sent Michael out looking for Willow at this point so a lot of other people again totally supporting what he did Sonia Najarian said yay Michael kick some A and then we also Mm -hmm. have Cinnamon Deb who said okay this is so funny though this is actually a really funny comment that I had to include so maybe she's referring to Shiloh here this is part of her comment um, maybe he'll go to the loony bin because she was saying that like he's really losing it, Shiloh. Yeah, and he and Nell will hook up. 
Oh my gosh, it's actually pretty funny. But I mean, technically, like he wants his baby, so like there is that baby connection there. But anyways, I just thought that was a really cool far out comment. And who knows? Who knows if that will be the case or how long Shiloh will stick around because. In connection with Shiloh, Knitting the Blues brought this up. So this is part of her comment, and I think she might have a point. And I mm-hmm. think there might actually be something to this CD. Twice recently, that CD that Drew made for Kim has been mentioned. And they have mentioned it. Cameron had mentioned it. True, too. yes. Okay, so Drew knows something about Shiloh, or at least he did. The writers can't tease that whole storyline and then have Jason kill Shiloh. And we know from today's episode that Shiloh isn't dead. So that Looney Bin comment, then this comment, I just feel like there is... As much as, like, I think Shiloh deserves whatever he gets, <laughs> yeah, I just think that he, it may be worth him sticking around to actually close whatever connection he has with Drew. And maybe there is something a little secret on that CD. I think so, because it's just weird. Like, who holds on to a CD? Why is this pertinent to the story? I don't know. So I guess, well, like, I mean, the whole point with Kim was so in love and it was like a deep, intense love. Yeah. But I read this thing and I mean, I don't know how true it is, but the concept that Drew and Kim will be off the canvas temporarily. Well, they're going to Africa. I don't know if they're going with Julian or not. So. <laughs> I don't think so. But you know what I think based on today's episode, because he was in Kim's apartment and she was sleeping and not in the scene. I have a sense he'll be house sitting while she goes <laughs> And we'll see a new set for for Julian at this point. Yeah, so Shiloh is slowly getting what's coming to him. So we talked earlier before about how Christina and Joss were, like, just chilling together. But I just want to go back to Christina for a minute. Like, Mm -hmm. doesn't her showing up at the nurse's ball facing Shiloh for the second time without being tempted to return into this cult thing... Mm-hmm. doesn't that show that maybe she's just not as fragile as everyone thinks and if she's this distraught over Sam can't someone isn't like her worried and her standing up to Shiloh and her not rejoining DOD enough for people to be like there is no reason to worry about Sam well I maybe that's not entirely true but... I know right but no I do believe that I know they think she's not ready yet to get this information but when she finds out after like that might take her a step back not for DOD but in her progress as to what she's doing I don't know she's going to see it in the same way and I I agree with you she has shown strength I know it's still early on in the whatever they call it like her being removed from the cult deprogramming deprogramming right her and Dante are kind of in the same boat I I forgot about that and his deprogramming is apparently far away However, I do believe that they should have told her, trusted her with that. I think that would have given her something else to feel like she's on the inside. You know, you're right. And, I, and I'm really curious to see how she's going to interpret what Sam was doing and also everyone choosing to having withhold it from her. Because I, I just don't think it's going to go over all that well. Especially because so I think Christina's perspective is going to be, but I told you that, like, I, I saw my like my mistake I told you I recognized that Shiloh that the whole thing was a cult yes so I you know I just feel like you're right like that trust thing might be a little bit broken possibly so we'll see but the thing is when she did show up Sunny came out and her mom came out and Shiloh was being really threatening yes about like to the family to Christina but I just have to say, I love how Sunny smiles after he threatens oh, me him. too. I love it. I can so amazing. <laughs> so amazing. Um, 
Okay, so for some reason, Sunny's smile after a threat is making me think about Sam's, like, crazy eyes for a minute. So there was a scene with Lucas. So she, he kind of asked oh. to speak with her alone. And this is, bo- yes. this is actually right... Um, this is actually right before Shiloh goes out and finds Willow. Yes. Actually. So that's sort of what prompts him to go out and overhear what she did. And just real fast, it's just really hard dealing with Nina because I knew that she would uh, make a nasty comment about Willow giving up her child, which was really rude and like just oh, horrible. Terrible. But I have to like I look I have to say this though. I can't believe I'm trying to defend Nina just at all in the context of Willow. She did appear as though she was somewhat compassionate and intrigued by Willow having this other layer, which is like shocking. She's not just Charlotte's teacher. She has <laughs> multiple layers to her. But the fact that like she, she did have that slight crack in openness, but then mm-hmm. Willow went for Charlotte. Oh yeah, she went for the jugular. Like she's like, I will not tolerate this anymore. But I was hoping at that point in time that for whatever reason, uh, a bracelet would appear with the it was the, the necklace heart on it. I know, but what if she changed it over the years? What if she put it as an ankle bracelet? What if she put it as a bracelet? No, what it, if it, it was used somewhere else. It, and it just kind of glimmered. It definitely would not have been in that moment. A hundred percent on that moment. That was just. Like you said, she, she, like Willow went for the jugular and they're just heightening the tension between those two oh, yeah. um, until a boiling point. And then, you know, that'll probably come out. But yeah, I feel like she, Willow's comment there, which I don't blame her for, then pushed Nina to kind of return in kind, like a similar hurtful comment. But back yes. to, to Lucas and, oh, yeah, and yeah. Sam. So that was just amazing. Like, I don't understand what more intel this girl needs. You have been investigating DOD and she's all curious. Oh, Lucas, you know, like, well, what is your concern about DOD? What does it matter? Uh Are you just surveying who's smart enough to know it's a cult and who doesn't? Like, Lucas is clearly worried about you. Everyone is. But I love how she gave him, like, these wide eyes. It's like, do you think he'll understand that you're undercover (laughs) and that you completely agree that this is insane? Like, he doesn't know what your crazy eyes mean in that moment. It Um, was funny, but I also found it incredibly annoying because she is a person that people trust, that they know that she's a tough person. And if you say that this is okay or what's so wrong with DOD, I know it's going to be over soon, that story, but that just perpetuated making it okay. It did for Brad, who's uber delusional. But but what I thought was really funny was that I actually thought, like, when it came to Peter, I was like, did, did, like, Molly mean to give Peter, like, photos, (laughs) like, to walk him through this whole storyline? Because I was like, (laughs) Peter is going up to Sam, talking about this story that they're going to do right in front of Shiloh. He's legit, like introducing DOD and everyone's like never heard of it in front of his face <laughs> so I thought that was amazing everyone like Lulu's like what's DOD oh Molly's writing a piece which is like I always think that's like super funny but yeah so then it turns out that like Peter knew exactly who he was and just did it oh, I loved it that made Peter really really like I loved him in that moment it was amazing oh, so did I so um C2Tino21 said I can't believe Peter did that Jacqueline Tyredo said, love the shade. I really, really did. And I think that, like, Maxie totally didn't hesitate to pile 
on that whole thing. And then Terry, um, I, Kershaw, said I thought the same thing. I loved it when he let Shiloh know what he thought. So that, to me, was also just, like, an epic scene that was super entertaining. Like, okay, but didn't you laugh when Lulu's, uh, Lulu said, um, I can mentor Molly? A little bit. I was like, maybe Molly like, can, like, mentor you as a right? published author. Uh, she wrote a book. I mean, <laughs> she's in school studying to be a writer. Anyways, so I thought that was really hilarious. Okay, so in speaking of this whole thing, so like you said, Michael comes to know that Wiley is actually Willows, and now we find... Okay, first, wait. Oh, yeah, Lucas puts it all together. Yes, which I I was, like, shocked. Because, like, I mean, like I said, I feel that we need more Lucas. Like, you know, he's more deeply connected to all of poor Charles, and we don't get a lot of him. So I was really happy that there was a lot of meat to his scenes. Like, a lot came from it. Like, he's there. He put two and two together. He's like, oh, my gosh, these are Wiley's parents. And Mm -hmm. he confronts Brad about it. And Brad is, is like, from this point on, completely cray. Completely cray. And so, like, not only is Lucas irritated with my spouse, who is not being honest with me like he is straight up lying to me and he had no problem telling Lucas I mean telling Brad like when Brad brought up oh when I proposed to you here just saying like yeah well things happen you know things can go kind of downhill being like dude I'm not happy like you are lying to me and not to mention he's not listening to anybody and he's not really taking Lucas's concerns at all about about DOD Mm-hmm. And um, real fast, KWA Media's underscore had asked us where we thought Brad was uh, getting the money to pay for those classes because he because <laughs> he was kind of pointing out that like we don't see Brad at the hospital much. I know we don't see him, but he has a job because of that one day he wore his lab coat and opted not to test the teacup. <laughs> but I do think he's probably spending some of his husband's doctor money, and oh, that's yeah. what's causing the tension because. Like, Lucas brought up that this is getting pricey. So I think it's really upsetting to Lucas that he's showing bad judgment. Like, our income is for our family, and you're using it on these things. Not to say that self-help, but he said that there was more economical ways of getting help. So this is probably a hell of a lot more expensive than him just going to a therapist. Exactly. And Lucas had mentioned, too, he's like, all you do is regurgitate the information there. You're not coming here with new ideas or way to do things. Like, it's just, it's not this, like new thing it's just you repeating what he's saying and then going back for more and giving him more money exactly and like brad wasn't doing himself any favors like do you have like how crazy he looked when michael and willow and lucas like they're trying to get it into his head that shiloh is not a good guy and yes. his bobo head is like whatever whatever your opinion and then when they you like, don't know michael, him <laughs> and then when michael was just sort of like listed sort of like what he does and everybody was like, oh, my gosh. And then, like, they look at Brad as a well, anything. And I'm like, well, you're just not willing to hear anything. And even today, he went to Julian. And honestly, I really don't know what Julian can do to help him. Well, no. At this point in time, like, Brad is like, entered crazy town. And we don't know when he's going to get out. Uh, and so somebody needs to figure out who the baby actually is. I mean, look, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing this is going to go there. Uh, it's just that, like. How far will Brad go, though? Like, because, yes, he knows that the baby isn't theirs, which to him is, like, this is what validates me keeping this baby because it's not actually theirs, so it's our baby. We get to keep it. But, like, let's just say, like, how far would he go to protect his butt? Let's just say Shiloh wants the baby. Mm -hmm. Willow wants the baby. Will he just say nothing? 
Like, would he just take the heartbreak, keep his husband? Because at this point, if you were willing to keep Michael from his baby, what does it matter that you have him or Willow has him or Shiloh has him? I just don't know if there's a difference to Brad. So I do wonder if he's going to be desperate enough. And the only thing Julian can really do for him is help him keep his mouth shut, basically. (laughs) Like, help Brad remember not to, like, say anything bad. Well, I think he might catch Shiloh doing something super... Or when he hears what happens with Sam... Maybe he'll be like, okay, maybe he's better on. Because he does know that Michael is the father, right? Yeah, yeah. He knows Michael's the, the dad. That's why he was he's always weirded out when Michael is, like, True. all bonding with him. Hmm. I want Mike to be able to give this away. But the, like the grandfather. Said, <laughs> but I know, I'm familiar with Mike. Um, <laughs> familiar with his character. I, I you're there. Um, you were being me there for a moment. <laughs> um, but like you kind of pointed out with Mike... He he is saying things that are indirect, kind of like premonitions in a way. Mm-hmm. Like he's saying things that are in fact true, but I don't know if he would actually be able to. No, no, I know to really say anything. But I just loved how delicate and tactful Sunny and Finn were about switching the rings. Yes, it was quite beautiful, and how they encourage him, and then like just that whole way that they're dealing with him. As a human being who is in love with a woman, it's just like, we need to get this done and we'll figure out how to do it. Yeah, I thought it was, it was so sweet and Yvonne loved that ring even better. And they were, you know, conveniently removed from the scene when the ring shows up on the stage. So like Finn can't catch (laughs) a break this guy. I know. And the ring falls. I mean, look, I just feel like I'm happy the proposal happened. I think... Anna's recent scenes sort of gave me confidence that she would say yes. True. I feel like this is like three proposals in a row. It was Brad and Lucas, Jordan and Curtis, Finn and Anna. So I'm wondering who it will be next year. Oh, interesting. It might be a Peter Maxi situation. Oh, maybe. But the thing is, it's like, now I feel like, good. The proposal's over. You're happy. Can you please be a little less annoying? But I don't know how, <laughs> ha- like, how long they'll be happy because Elizabeth mentioned Hayden. I During know the nurse's all, ball. all of my alarms and bells and whistles went off like Hayden, Hayden, Hayden. When is she gonna come by? And that was, and I loved it when um, Felicia spoke to Anna because they walked in and Robert walked in right after them on the right so tower. She's like, "So, funny. which one is your date?" But I just love her little like cheeky expression when she said it. It was so. She's <laughs> she's been something else lately. This yes, week loving with her. that and those like. We'll get to, like, Ryan in a sec, but those comments she made in front of the cops, like, maybe Ava will kill him. (laughs) Everyone's like, maybe not throw Ava under the bus (laughs) just yet. But a few last things, like, about the nurse's ball that I really wanted to mention. Okay, one thing I just think, like, it's a great cause. I'm so surprised that with all of, like, the, you know, technology and social media and, like, for an event like this, they probably could actually take real donations they probably could and, and turn it out of coin and turn it into a real thing and actually find like an organization to give it to so that was like one thought and there were some like emotional pieces to it well thoughtful pieces to it so at one point and I and thankfully there was a commenter on Twitter who kind of helped me figure out half of the whole situation so mm-hmm. do you remember when Lucy just said she gave a shout out to Donna and Dale yes 
So that was so sweet because um, Donna, I recognized the name and I was like, I think she's giving a nod to the makeup artist who had passed away that a lot of the actors from the show had posted about when it had happened because she had worked there for so long. Mm -hmm. And then, so it was also the same person. So at Cinnamon, um, Deb said she did more research. So the Dale person, I had no idea. So that was a longtime cameraman who had retired. So it was so sweet that they kind of merged like, like real life with the show because they thanked everybody backstage basically yes. for help put on the show. And I thought that was just so just amazing. Lots of reasons why I love GH, but I thought that was ultimately sweet. I'm not going to end the nurse's box convo without touching on Lucy a little bit, a little bit. Can Lucy I talk about I'm... the llama before we get to Lucy? Oh, yes, I think I that's more wanna... interesting. I don't. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to forget that. I was like, do they not have a budget for a friend for Cam? Oh my god, I thought it was hilarious, but the best part was I'm like in love with, you know, animals and I love the llama, I love Cam. But every time Cam was speaking to him, the llama's ears were like on point with the acting. It was like listening, oh, chilling, the that. ears were moving. I was like, good for you, llama. You're amazing. Gold was, star. Because I knew the llama was Lucy's. The llama was in the <laughs> nurse's ball, I believe, the year before. So I knew like he had some kind of like a role. But it was just kind of funny that he they, they turned it into like this emotional... <laughs> emotional moment so anyways I thought that whole thing was like super sweet and also I was like couldn't he have been talking to Trina but I think the (laughs) llama needed to make that annual spot yes as part of tradition and so okay so this is the thing about Lucy she drives me completely insane she drives me insane when it comes to Ava like first of all you're not like next in line to Kevin like I'm just saying like just let's like get in touch with the reality here if not for (laughs) Ava like you would still not be an option and so I was so irritated when I think Lucy was like charging after Ava and Ava just kind of like ugh, like looked away and then Lucy got all upset it's like I'm sorry what planet do you live on where Ava is supposed to be happy that you're coming up to talk to her and tell her how unhappy you are that she's with Kevin like again I was just, again like, like you're we know. so we get it you're so insane and I know that Lucy has had a sordid past and I love that Mike says what 81 helped to kind of justify my annoyance with her behavior toward Ava because he said who the heck is Lucy to judge Ava Lucy rolled into town and ruined several marriages including two of Bobby's she needs to chill out (laughs) I I absolutely love that I thought that was so funny because they really helped justify like my annoyance um with her and her behavior toward everything so Things kind of come to a head at the end because now we're getting close to like Ryan here. And go to where Scott gets Scott grabs his hand and like pops out of his sleeve. (gasps) That (laughs) was priceless. And the shock and horror on his face because like that's the obviously the tell that that's Ryan. But okay, this is all I have to say. Like this is what I was thinking about this. I was like, for real though, like head nurse mistaking like concussion for him just being drunk like what would lead you to be like you must be so drunk (laughs) (laughs) I get that they're at like an event but you know maybe do like a brief assessment and she kept like talking over him when he was in the lobby but I was really happy that he got out what he needed to say so we can like push this story forward me too because I'm like maybe Epiphany's drunk like yes that would make so much more sense and I'm like Epiphany is an excellent nurse you can't possibly be I'm like the hospital would get sued uh be making this kind of mistake so 
everything kind of like they find Kevin and everything starts to like unfold a little bit here. It sure you talk. does. Take, take, take. <laughs> well, you go, just talk. <laughs> I will talk now. I was surprised at how like long it took for them to react when he was hanging up there. Like they're all just kind of staring and I was hoping for more like movement. I wanted the story to be like a quick pace, I guess at this point. And that kind of stunned me that they're just all standing there. Like, what do we do now? And then they flip over to Ava's scene, but I loved, like, Ava is just, I forget what her real name is. Oh, Mara West. Mara West. She is just one heck of an actress. I liked when they had that scene with the case where she keeps her gun, and they shot the scene from inside oh the case. Oh, my gosh. So cool, right? Oh, my gosh. I was so, like, it just sucked me in from there. And then her, you know, describing that she loves him, and her putting on that face, <sighs> and that act, and, and, Oh my God. I was just so in love with how she was handling that scene and her acting. But I was like, can you, you're not the only one. Okay. You're not the, you're not the only one. <laughs> so N Thomas 0723 said strong woman and orange cat 327 said been waiting for this for a long time. So mm-hmm. just like you were like, just shoot him and get it over with. I was like, just shoot him. But on yesterday's episode was like the first time it hit me that like he was a match. Right, and that didn't didn't occur to me until they, like, literally, Curtis literally said, I'm like, oh, crap, that's so true. (laughs) Right, so, like, I I figured it out before, but I just felt like it took a really long time, so, (laughs) so then, like, when this scene ended, I was like, oh, my gosh, can you shoot him and just not hit the kidneys, and then... He doesn't die, but, like, we can take him to the hospital and take his kidneys. But, like, I just love this whole thing because I'm, like, based on today's episode, everyone has made a plan to make sure that he stays alive, that he's not dead because we Mm -hmm. want the kidneys for Jordan. (laughs) But I I just don't recall any point in time him consenting to donate. I mean, criminal or not, he has not once agreed to the donation of the kidneys. So I don't really know how that's going to go. Maybe Um, Kevin did it for him. Under the false pretenses of being Ryan. He would, he would deserve that, though. Okay, so I let's know. just, like, walk it back. So they figure out from Lucy where she is. So she basically finally became useful. She's been annoying this whole time. So in the middle of being annoying, she was useful. She was annoying before. She became useful. And then she was annoying <laughs> after. When she's yeah. pretty much telling Laura uh, Hope Springs Eternal and telling her that she's still into her husband leaving Lulu and Laura's like jaws on the floor. I was just so shocked. And I'm like, wow, you were some kind of crazy. Um, Nina was right when she called her extra last week. (laughs) So, so now they know where she is. Jordan actually, I mean, Curtis, they're like one. (laughs) They are. They they sure are. They're married now. They are. Exactly. So when Curtis shows up, just in time to stop Ava and I was scared because I'm like I I mean look is he gonna get the jump on them and he almost did but Curtis kept the gun on him and the police actually showed up on time but it's imagine they have the address but they still don't get to be the ones who show up first like I know this is poor Charles though the cops are irrelevant (laughs) oh pretty much and oh my gosh so like that was so epic so like Every like so in front of Ryan's face are talking about the kidney. And I kind of felt bad for Ava, not gonna lie. Like Lulu was right when she was talking to her mom. Okay, fine, we don't shoot him and he mm. may go to jail, but is that justice for her? Because they're putting themselves in Ava's shoes. He yeah. took her child. Like, hello. Like is, this is not satisfying. Like she said during that whole rent and like 
taunting him and shooting the wall and not shooting him and just rubbing it in how much she had been dreaming of shooting him and killing him and then not getting to do it. Like I'm not justifying murder here, but no, I get it. And it's, we're talking soap world here anyway. So he's going to, you know, but also his description of, when she asked what happened, that to like Kiki, I had a, that was yeah, like I couldn't even like that was really really difficult to hear. It was hard to hear. I, I mean, this goes to like her just being like the character, the actress as well, the character just being so amazing that she's she would plan all of this, that she would avenge him for Kiki, but not just for Kiki, it was for all the victims because I do think she felt for Felicia and her yes. past too. So yes, it was for Kiki, but it was for everyone else. She said it. She was, I want you to suffer just like all of your victims. But yeah, it was tremendously hard. Um, and I don't even want to repeat what he said exactly. about, we don't about need Kiki. To, but, mm-hmm. So like we said, she doesn't, she gets arrested, but then <laughs> Our girl takes one last stab at it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, it. and it was epic. It was amazing. It was unexpected, but he taunted her. And I don't know if that is a defense you can oh, use in the court of law right. when someone's been handcuffed <laughs> and a cop witnesses you full on stab him in the back. Chase is, he was horrified. He was horrified. Okay, but. You know, maybe this is an exception to the rule where the cops can just turn a blind eye a little bit. <laughs> Chase will never turn a blind eye. And I'm like, I know this woman will not no. go to jail. No. Um, but I just thought that, like, that was quite a scene to leave us on. Because I'm like, perfect. You stabbed him. He'll survive. We'll get the kidney. <laughs> like, Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's all good. But I do have to ask you this, though, about the Ryan storyline. Because, okay. like, it got halted obviously like we expected the big bang to happen a long time ago when everyone found out who he was and what we got was somebody who jumped over a bridge yes this scene was amazing how do you think about them like cutting the storyline and picking back up how they did well like it makes sense now I like that it makes sense I was a little bit frustrated but you know what there's so much other stuff going on in between that it gave the Ryan story a more I don't want to say realistic. It just gave it a different life because he liked playing that game. He liked pulling people in. It's kind of, they did what he does to himself. And they're putting the story to a close in a way that fits his storyline. Like, I don't know if that's making sense. Okay, so like, no, I think really messed up things. And but someone's doing a lot it. of people and people are doing it to him now. So that is far more satisfying for me than just him falling off the bridge and finding a body or that one shot. Like now that it's played out and I can reassess it from this point on, I like the way it was done. I really, really do. I think you're, I think you're right too. And I just like, I think I like what you said that he got a taste of his own medicine at this point. Yes. <laughs> so in terms of this whole Ryan thing, if we take a step back for a minute, Laura ripped into the DA because we have her re-entering the story now. And basically nobody is shying away. And I love it because Laura has a reason to have an antagonistic relationship with the DA. Yes. And no one is hesitating to let her know how stupid she is. It's like coming from like every <laughs> angle. It's, I know. It's, it's really funny. amazing. Did you know that she's going back to YNR and she'll be simultaneously doing two roles? I just don't know for how long. Oh my goodness. No, that's intense. That's a good memory. Like, I mean, I know that she's there as like, not like a like a hundred percent villain in the way that Shiloh is a creepy villain, but as a you know a character that we can dislike, maybe we'll like at some point. Who knows? But I, I, like I mean, I do feel 
bad for her like because like she's not there a lot kind of like with Val like she's there she's not there and like with her it's like she's there but she's not like she's constantly made to be a fool which is super entertaining to me I just don't know how much that's appreciated as an actor (laughs) like to to have that role but I love okay I love what Laura said though she goes is that what you call it educated or she said I think the uh, DA said she had to make an educated Mm -hmm. um uh, not guess, but like basically she had to say decision, closing yeah. the case, an educated decision. She's like, no, it's not educated, it's arrogant. Yes! Oh I was like, God. yes! She's... I wanted to stand up and clap, you know? And the worst part is, she's like, I need your statement when you're ready. And then she <laughs> she, like, she goes to Sonny when he summons her. And that mm-hmm. whole thing, I just don't even know why it had to happen, because he's supposedly summoning her to know where Shiloh is and it's like dude the only people who would know are people in the trust and I think we all know that she's not in the trust not to mention Jason seemed to know where Sam was already it was Sunny's like I feel like it was like his daddy way to like check in and she's okay see if she's okay he was masking all of that right and because of the situation being so extreme that maybe it would open her eyes in a different way being in the house and being with him like I don't know what he thinks but he does this like weird thing with her no of course not it's the it it didn't (laughs) she she just felt like she's concerned that he's gonna take that away from her too and I don't know he's just kind of crazy like I just like the line that Sunny left her with in the house which was you want to like if if you want to save yourself you got to open your eyes and face reality and that's the thing like she needs to stop praising Shiloh and she needs to maybe focus a little bit on herself she was so dismissive of a lot of what Sunny said that was horrible and he's right instead of opening up an investigation you're just sort of defending him but whatever so the whole thing is this thing is over I don't really know if any of this is going to work Jason pointed out he doesn't even know if it's worth the price because Sam is having like nightmares Sam is a little traumatized you know being drugged like that and not having power like she's in those scenes with Shiloh he's sickening obviously like they're like zooming into his pants like he's about to like (laughs) and and that's when Jason comes in obviously and I mean this girl is saying no and she has no strength to actually push him away and so it was just so amazing like when Jason came in I mean I think we all knew that he'd be there in time to save her even though this lighthouse is supposedly hours out of Port Charles and I love that he basically like took Shiloh and threw him against any piece of wall he could find which was was like he was like a rag doll (laughs) <laughs> yes and you know I have to say though Shiloh was really great um, in acting in that because while Jason is being the crap out of him and throwing him everywhere it's Shiloh's face that's in the frame and the whole time I kind of it was comical to me but like he just looked shocked <laughs> his mouth was open the whole time like just not knowing what's gonna happen and he gets shoved down the stairs and that was pretty amazing so I actually because the thing is when Jason and Sam were talking like oh well hopefully he's dead I left him at the bottom of the stairs but then we I was so shocked when Sonny walked into his hospital room because Jason didn't know where he was but then well, suddenly yeah. Sonny goes in to the room a little bit of a mystery but you gotta love Sonny's lines and his yes. way and his tactics and how smoothly he just all lets it out. So I guess we're gonna find out if Shiloh gets the message because Sonny pretty much told him, you know, I learned you. He wants the pledge back and he intends on sending somebody for it. So I guess we're gonna have to find out next week to know how serious Shiloh is understanding who he's finally dealing with. I freaking hope so. (laughs) Me too. So on that note, have a good weekend, lady. You too. Bye. Bye.